Welcome to Public Affairs and WRBH. I'm Lynn Koppel, and I'm glad to be back on air at WRBH. And today, I'm very happy to say that we're going to be joined by Major Linda Thornhill, the Salvation Army Area Commander for the Greater New Orleans Area. Thank you so much, Major. Shall I call you Major Linda? Or Major Thornhill. That is great. Okay. Yes, thank you. <laughs> well, thank you so much for it, talking to us about what wonderful works the Salvation Army is doing and how it's had to move around during COVID and change things. That's I, right. Thank you so much for having me. You know, most of us are so very familiar around Christmas time. Maybe it's the beginning of Christmas when you hear the handbells ringing and people standing on street corners and in front of stores with kettles. And, of course, that's the Salvation Army raising money to help with their good works. Did we miss out on that this Christmas? I think I saw some. So this past Christmas was, of course, a challenge for everyone, and especially for the Salvation Army and our fundraising efforts. Uh, we were very limited by COVID and, and what we could do out in public. We did have uh, people out at different kettle locations, um, and they were ringing to raise money because even though there was COVID, the mm. need was great, even greater. Expanded. So we had to do what we could. So um, what we did was we had uh, volunteers and employees at our kettle locations, um, and they were raising money. um, And that money uh, went to um, not only our COVID effort, but also Christmas. We still did our angel tree program where we assist the children um, in our community that are in need. And additionally, um, that uh, money also supports our efforts throughout the year, the assistance that we give for rent and utilities and food and shelter. So uh, we just have to find um, some new ways of maneuvering through Mm. this pandemic. Well, you know, don't let me get off the air without asking you at the end of the program to tell us how people can get in touch with the Salvation Army if perhaps they do need some help either with their children, with their housing. Um, just give us a, a number if that you think would be good for someone to call or how to contact you. Absolutely. So um, we are always available, and uh, there are many different options that you have when you go to the Salvation Army. So if you are in need, um, whether it's financial assistance or to be a part of our Christmas program for children in need, we even do a seniors program for uh, the elderly where they have their own tree and can be adopted by people from the community. Um, so that's just a simple phone call to the Salvation Army, 504. 504- Four eight nine nine four five six nine, okay. and our receptionist will put you in contact with the right person. And you can talk to someone who will kind of sort out what what your needs are, and you can get some help. And this is a wonderful thing. Please don't let us leave after this is over without absolutely let me remind me let's give that number again at the end so everyone can write it down and we'll leave it here at the station just in case someone can't remember and they can look up wrbh and call us and we'll all we'll do is say no here's the number 
and we'll read it Wonderful. out to you. Okay. Wonderful. Tell us more about Angel Tree. How did it get started, and what exactly is it? So um, the Salvation Army's Angel Tree program started over 75 years ago. Uh, There was an officer within the Salvation Army who uh, recognized that there were children in the community that um, whose parents couldn't afford to pay the rent, let alone to buy toys for Christmas. Hmm. So through that, the Salvation Army's Angel Tree program was done. It is a nationwide effort. And um, this program is um, open to anyone. So um, anyone that wants their children 12 or under to receive assistance would call and um, receive an appointment to have their application taken. Um, And then there is a period where the angel tree is up at the mall here in New Orleans, right outside Dillard's. And Mm -hmm. anyone can go to that angel tree and adopt an angel. And whatever is purchased for that angel goes directly to that child. So it's a very special program where the donor gets to interact specifically with that child in need without personal interaction. Um, And we have a mass distribution in December where the parents come and pick up the gifts and then they get to take those gifts home and wrap them and put them under the tree for their children at Christmas. We also provide for them a food box where they um, have the non-perishable items, and then we give them a gift card so that they can purchase purchase Mm -hmm. their meat for Christmas dinner. So we try to make sure that the whole family is provided for through this program. And it's also so nice that the community... Doesn't see a face, of course, with it, but right. thinks that they're doing something special for a special person, and perhaps they can Absolutely. pray for them or think about them all the time, and maybe that's yeah. a help too. Well, well, that's a wonderful program, and it's been going on for seventy years, and just yeah. sounds so wonderful. And I, I think people probably know about it, but you know, it's been so we've been so disoriented in the past twenty months you tend to forget about it. So I hope everyone who's listening will say, well, you know, I've missed that. If I can get back to it, I'll do it. What are we going to do, or what, are, what is the Salvation Army planning if um, the COVID thing doesn't let up? Do you all have some uh, other plans so people can kind of also participate in the angel tree? Yeah. Go ahead. I'm so sorry. Last year- Last year, in our experience with COVID, it taught us a lot about how to maneuver through the pandemic. So um, we have some uh, uh, contactless methods in place for um, people who wanted to adopt angels. So, for instance, if you don't want to go to the mall, you can call the Salvation Army, and we will um, give you an angel either over the phone or online, and you can purchase those items and then deliver them to the Salvation Army. So there's limited contact, but still ways for you to be able to uh, safely participate in that program. Well, I knew you'd have something planned, and, and that's good because we all hope that uh, we'll be in a different place by the time Christmas comes, and we want right. to celebrate it with all of the love and happiness we can, and that this is one way to do it. 
You know, one of the things that has always impressed me about Salvation Army are the the services that are offered for all kinds of people, all conditions and things, the homeless, the children. Tell us more about children's services since we started with that, that you all have. Absolutely. So the Salvation Army has recognized in New Orleans that through this pandemic, the children have really suffered. Oh, they've been at home. They've, uh, they've, uh, their education has suffered. Their relational skills have suffered. Um, and so we wanted to be able to help uh, in some way with that. So this summer, we operated a uh, summer day camp program at the Salvation Army facility where children could come. Of course, it was lower numbers because we wanted to be um, safe within operating in the pandemic. But um, they were here all day long, and they could play outside. They could play inside. Um, They had time in the computer lab. They had um, craft time, and there was... um, uh, Bible time. So we tried to provide them with a, a well-rounded experience while our parents are trying to get back to work. And um, so we're going to continue that through the fall with an after-school program where um, once the children get finished with school, if their parents are still at work and they need someone to watch their children, they can come to the Salvation Army and they can get homework assistance or, um, you know, a snack and um, have some free time to play and just um, experience, begin to experience life again, but in a very safe, COVID-friendly environment. Well, you know, it has been so very hard for parents and children. I know uh, my grandchildren, you know, are thrilled to get back to school, which yes. might not be the usual. Well, I guess it is always the usual thing. But so many children have had to miss um, their friends, their outings, their uh, in, their interactions about birthday parties for crying out loud. Right. And they need, to me, that's a very important part of anyone's growth and development. And uh, yes. so it's wonderful that you all are offering it. Is this? Is there any charge for this? So we have scholarships available for people that cannot afford mm-hmm. it. Uh, But there is, uh, for the summer day camp, there was a weekly fee of $50, and, uh, of course, that was all day. And then for the after-school program, it's $15 for the week. So we try a a very minimal fee, and that's just to cover some of the operational costs that we have for day camp. Well, and, and, also, after school. and you would have had to pay a babysitter or, well, I, I don't know what you'd have done. I mean, that's that's right. the awful thing is how do you find someone to take care of your children? And you don't want mm-hmm. to think that you can leave a even someone 10 years old cannot stay by themselves, <laughs> you know, and certainly exactly. need some sort of thing. And also, I'm sure you all were able to give some help with the computer skills things that yes. <laughs> maybe some of the some of the parents might not have been you know as uh, able to do that some people right. are very computer literate i can tell you that i'm not and they're uh, <laughs> well no i mean this is just an honest fact and it'd be wonderful if some 
smart 14-year-old or someone who kind of knew it was able to sit there with the child and say, oh, no, no, wait, wait, you're pushing the wrong button or whatever the thing was. And so that's right. a wonderful. It was a learning as well as a great socializing ap- activity. Well, yes. and tell me something about your senior citizen programs, too. I, I know people will be interested in hearing that. Absolutely. So um, our senior citizens, uh, we serve them um, all year. I I do want to mention the program that we do at Christmas for our seniors. Um, So what we do for them is anyone uh, 65 or older that is in need, um, and, and this really, we try to cater to seniors that are alone, that don't have family members. Mm, yes. So they can come to the Salvation Army or they can call the Salvation Army to be a part of the Salvation Army's Silver Bells program. It's very similar to the Angel Tree. Their information is placed on an angel. It's also um, put on an angel tree at, um, at the mall. And someone can adopt the senior and purchase some of their basic needs for them. And then uh, they are a part of the mass distribution and receive those items that they have on Christmas morning. So we just uh, feel that that population um, is just as important as some of the children that, uh, as the children that we serve as well. Well, and as you say, it's it's often very hard for people of a certain age, and I can speak of this. Yeah. You know, if you do have to be alone, particularly at a holiday like Christmas, it's, you know, very mm-hmm. disturbing and depressing, and everyone is having a wonderful time, but there you are. So this would be a fun way to do it. Now, tell me, how do you, con? let's go over the contact thing again. How do you, once again, you call up and call the number, yes. give us the number, and this is for either the children's services, if you're interested in hearing about this, and we'll do this at the end, too, but the, the right. senior citizens, they call the same number. Is, am I yes. right? Go ahead and just give it again. Let's keep repeating it. Yes. So anyone can call the Salvation Army. Our main number is area code 504 899 Six, nine. And then you just speak to the receptionist about what your need is, good, whether good. it's being a part of the Angel Tree program or children's services or seniors programming, and they can make sure you get to the information that you need. Well, you know, this is so very important. It's so very good, that, as we said, as I've said before, you know, that someone will speak to you and sort out what these things are you need. Um. Now, let's turn it around. How can some people help with this? Uh, of course, money, I'm sure, is always right. welcome. Yeah. But also, are there volunteer opportunities that perhaps someone who feels called to that could do? Absolutely. We are always looking for volunteers, especially at Christmas, because that's when our Um, community awareness really amps up and we have a lot of things to do but if anyone is interested I mean we have within our shelter opportunities for volunteering we have within our community center um, opportunities to volunteer and uh, we have a volunteer coordinator here at the Salvation Army his name is Ron. Again, you call that main line and you speak with Ron about what okay. you want to do, how you'd like to contribute, and he finds the right 
spot for you here at the Salvation Army. Yeah, I know with volunteers, it's always, you need to talk about it because, you know, certain people want to do one thing and other people would be very uncomfortable with one thing. So you have to kind of sort it out. But maybe there is something there that somebody could help with. And it might even be something very simple, wouldn't it? And, you know. um, Yes. We have things as simple as uh, just shredding paper, (laughs) sitting at a shredding machine and shredding paper, or, you know, uh, working with children or even washing windows. We have any opportunity that you could think of, sorting food in the food pantry, making food boxes. It's, uh, we, if you want to do it, we probably have it. <laughs> well, you know, and, and all of that sounds like it would be possible to a huge range of people. In other words, yeah. if you don't feel like you're good with children, you, or you don't want to, I know COVID has probably made everyone very touchy about who you're around, including children, but you just might right. not want to do with children. But maybe sorting food would be something that would, you know, at least you know you're making a difference. You're helping out a perfectly wonderful right. thing to be doing. I think that's right. marvelous. You know, now let's let me talk to you about or ask you about something else. I know that um, the Salvation Army provides. Uh, lodging for certain people who perhaps yes. will find themselves homeless or in in one way or another. Can you talk a little bit about that? I mean, of course, you know, and tell us if we know someone who needs a place to stay or is having right. problems. How do we work with that? Give us give right. us some hints. So we do operate um, our Center of Hope. And uh, this is a 270-bed shelter. So um, we are not operating. uh, We are operating at 100%, but we Mm. are not full at this point um, because of COVID. So we are coming outside of the guidelines, uh, coming outside of the pandemic, and making sure that we're still operating safely. But at this point, we still have plenty of room if there's anyone that is in need of emergency shelter. Um, If anyone needs a place to stay, um, we have uh, four different types of shelter within our Center of Hope. The first type is our emergency shelter. So if you just need a night or two or, um, you know, something to get you through until maybe another place um, opens up for you, um, our emergency shelter is offered to anyone for seven nights at a no cost. So you can come and stay. You'll receive a hot meal at night for dinner, and then you'll ha- receive breakfast in the morning. And you'll just have a comfortable place to lay your head and get showered and take care of yourself. At a safe place. After, yes, a safe place. And this is um, men and women. I'm, I'm, let's just make that clear. Yeah. yeah. So anyone. This is yeah. Men, women, and children. children. Uh-huh. We do have family rooms as well. Good. Good to know that. So go ahead. I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. But no, I'm, you're fine. Things so, happen um, in all kinds of ways. Seven, yeah, go ahead. Yes. So after seven 
nights, if you're still in need, we have our transitional shelter. This is a 90-day program with case management. So um, you would stay in our shelter for up to 90 days. During that time, our case manager would work to assess your needs. Do you need help finding a job? Do you need help with uh, um, enrolling in Social Security or Medicaid or uh, just working with the client to find what they need so that hopefully at the end of their 90-day period, they can leave our shelter and know and have a plan, know yes. what it is that they need to do for self-sufficiency. So um, uh, that part, we also have our uh, rapid rehousing program. So if anyone is looking for a house or an apartment to move into, if they're currently homeless um, and they have children, they can uh, come and stay in one of our family apartments and we will work with them to find housing. And, um, and this is a six month program where um, during the six months, we um, identify a location, help them move in, and then make sure that they have the tools necessary in order to pay their rent at the end of that six months. And the people that are working in these programs are, you know, people who know what they're talking about, and so you yes. would feel very comfortable interacting. Uh, it sounds like there's something there pretty much for, for everyone. And, uh, yes. This, so all you need, if you, say, find yourself homeless or in that situation, is what? Call the Salvation Army or show yes. up at the, uh, at the center? I mean, is that, uh, I know there's one on Claiborne Avenue, and I guess yes. behind, Tor yes. behind Baptist, well, what used to be Baptist. Uh, it is. Yeah. Yes. So. Yeah, so um, anyone can either call the Salvation Army or our um, admission process begins at 4 o'clock every day. So uh, you would show up and um, you would need a uh, picture ID, some type of ID, um, just as verification sure. that um, of, of who you are. And uh, then we'll make sure that you have what you need. Well, it, you know, this is one of the things I really respect Salvation Army for, because, of course, it's not easy to do these kinds of things. It's not, <laughs> it's not simple, and you right. all do it and just keep on doing it. And unfortunately, yeah. that's fulfilling a, a need that is uh, a desperate need in our community often. Well, all of these yeah. things, in other words, we've gone from being very positive about Christmas efforts and things to uh, kind of a, a downer. But what are some other things that you want to tell us about the Salvation Army? You know, to me, it's always been fascinating. You see it around. And um, how long has the Salvation Army been around? Yes. So the Salvation Army was founded in 1865 in London, England. Um, and by our founder, William Booth. <laughs> and he believed, he coined the phrase, soup, soap, and salvation. Okay. He believed that there was a great need and that if you could work with an individual and you can feed them, you can fill their bellies, and you can help them get cleaned up, and then you can offer them Jesus. One of the very unique components of the Salvation Army is that we are a faith-based organization. 
So in everything that we do, we try to share the love of Jesus. Um, we may not say it directly through our case management and working with our clients, but you're going to receive the love of Jesus when you're at the Salvation Army. Uh, we also have weekly church services here. My husband and I, as the area commanders, are also ordained ministers oh, okay. through the Salvation Army. So we have weekly um uh, worship services on Sunday, and then um, we also have character-building programs for youth and adult programming uh, throughout the week. So we very much uh, try to make sure that we're not just offering a hand out, but a hand up. Well, that's wonderful to hear. And, um, you know, I, this is very important to hear because it has a, what should we say, a structure behind it. And as you say, yeah. it's not just, well, okay, we give you some food, and then, nah, so what? But maybe also give you a, a different outlook on things, and, and that's wonderful. Yeah. Well, you know, you all do so much, and I hope the, that people who are listening to this uh, involve themselves somehow in it. It's a, um, you know, something to, to kind of fill your if this horrible covid time kind of get your mind right. off of that is think about That's well right. here has how this is how we who knows how we got into it but there right. might be a way to get out of it that is right. un, that you wouldn't have thought of before thank you so very much major thornhill and you know Remember we said, let's talk about how to get in touch with you. Let's give all of those numbers again. I, I know, or the number, and kind of yes. we'll run over it again. So if you, Absolutely. whatever you want to do, what's the number to call? Absolutely. Well, let me first give you our physical location. Oh, t- which true. Is, Go ahead. Yes. 4530 South Claiborne Avenue here in New Orleans. We are uh, just in front of Oshner Hospital. So if you're looking for a landmark, that's where you can and find And remember, us. that's the old Baptist, just so old, old people Baptist. will know. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, or you can call the Salvation Army at 504-891-8635. And, of course, we always have a website if anyone has a computer and feels comfortable navigating through the web, we our web address is salvationarmyalm.org. Okay. And you can find all the information you need about the Salvation Army in New Orleans. Okay. And, you know, I'm, we're going to put a notice about this at WRBH and... If anyone can't remember all this, but I hope when you listen to this, my listeners, that you'll be sitting around with a pencil in your hand and getting it all down, because the show does come on more than once. So anyway, but thank you so very much for coming on. And, you know, Major Thornhill, thank you so much for all you do and for the Salvation Army in New Orleans. Thank you. It is our pleasure. Our pleasure. Thank you for listening. This has been Public Affairs on WRBH.